believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in our wonderful world. Um, welcome to another episode on the Dr. Dolores Show, and I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, and we're on the Inspired Choices Network. Well, I want to ask a question to the audience. How many of you are perfectionists? Oh, come on. <laughs> I think there's more people out there that are always wanting things to look perfect, to be perfect, to fit in so they could be perfect or whatever that is. But today's episode, we're going to talk about breaking the chains of being perfect. And, you know, have you ever found that uh, being perfect robs you of being in the present moment? Today in our episode, we're going to take a deep dive into the complex labyrinth of perfectionism, exploring the paralyzing effects and providing a roadmap for liberation. So we're going to do our best to decode what that <clears throat> is all about, because, you know, I, too, am a perfectionist. I like to label myself as a recovering perfectionist. And, you know, it, it just, what I find is that when you're being perfect, you really rob yourself from being in the present moment and experiencing that. I remember one time, um, you know, it, you know, especially if you, you, you look at people who have that Karen personality, you all know what I'm talking about. It's like, they're the, uh, the Debbie Downers or the ones that are calling everybody out on their stuff. But in essence, what it is, it's a projection of what their, what their life is like and how they judge and criticize and want everything perfect. So it's something to be aware of. So, you know, I remember one time I have, you know, a couple of sisters and a brother and one of my sisters came out for a visit. This goes back like 25 years ago. And, um, she went into this coffee shop because they were advertising, you know, some type of latte for 99 cents. Well, what happened was, is that they charged her a dollar and she went off on that one cent difference to the extent that it was kind of embarrassing. And it was almost as if she felt like she was getting slighted. Um, and, you know, things needed to be perfect, but in essence, it wasn't. And, and, and I said to her, I said, you know, you have to look at life from a bigger perspective. It's like, when you start honing in on little, you know, things that, you know, are not that big of a deal, and you're hanging on to that by uh, the calf of your pant leg, and, you know, like you're a, a pit bull grabbing on to 
somebody's pant leg and you just can't let that go. It's just like you are so stuck and it's just like you're robbing yourself of the joy of being in the present moment. So those little things are, you know, something to ponder on. And, you know, are you the type of person that holds everything to a fault because it has to be perfect? And, you know, newscast and newsflash, nothing's perfect. We're human beings. We're we're dialed in to have flaws and to have, you know, bumps in the road and to be, you know, what we label as imperfect. And yet we're we're doing our best to, you know, to strive for perfectionism. And it's kind of maddening because, you know, it's like the analogy of how do you create insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? So if you're always trying to make things perfect, you're not living in the present moment. You are actually, you know, dealing with some sometimes heavy duty stuff underneath the hood of your physical body that you need to maybe look at and address. So, you know, what are some of the, you know, things behind the need to being perfect. I kind of did a little research on that and I found that there was quite a few things and that's why being perfect can't be really streamlined into one thing because I think it's a combination and it's a matrix of a lot of different moving parts. So um, sometimes there's an intrinsic motivation because perfectionism often stems from the intrinsic intrinsic motivations such as the desire for achievement, success, and personal standards. Individuals may set high standards for themselves as a way to strive for excellence and mastery in their endeavors. And that could be a good thing. And it also could be a bad thing because you're walking a straight line there and, you know, it's got to be a balance. It's got to be a dance. There's some things that you need to allow and some things that you need to, you know, allow to fall away um, to to create that dance and that beautiful choreography that is also important as, you know, you walk and waltz down the, you know, your pathway of life. Another thing is fear of failure. Perfectionists often have an intense fear of failure from making or, or making mistakes. They may believe that the deviation from perfection will lead to negative outcomes such as disapproval, rejection, and criticism from others. A lot of times that has been formulated in our family of origin. You know, early on when we're born and we're taking into, you know, we choose our family from the other side, we're born into it, and we're exposed to this um, environment where this pattern is kind of playing out. And sometimes this pattern is from, you know, your lineage. It comes down generation after generation after generation. And, you know, I know that... Um, sometimes when you're in a family where, uh, nothing seems good enough, you're doing your absolute best. It's almost like you're, you're almost determined to show the person that, look, I, I, I achieved all this stuff and I'm perfect. You know, I'm showing up perfect, but it's still not good enough. And I'll talk more about that later. There's a self-esteem and validation thing, which we just kind of talked about a little bit. Some individuals tie their self-worth closely to their ability to achieve perfection. 
They may believe that being flawless in their performance or appearance is necessary to feel validated and worthy of love and acceptance. Sometimes there's external pressures, external factors such as parental, uh, parental expectations, societal norms or, norms or cultural influences can also contribute to the development of uh, perfectionist tendencies. Growing up in an environment where only flawless performance is valued can foster a perfectionist method. And, you know, we kind of tapped in on a little bit of that as well. Maladaptive coping mechanisms. Perfectionism can sometimes serve as a maladaptive, maladaptive coping mechanism for underlying issues such as anxiety, low self-esteem, and feelings of inadequacy and striving for perfection may temporarily alleviate these feelings, but can ultimately perpetuate them in the long run. So it's almost like you're in a pressure cooker and the, the pressure is building up and building up and building up. And when you've reached a perfection that you like, the steam kind of blows off. And, but the underlying issue is like your anxiety, your low self-esteem and your feelings of inadequacy that keep boiling and boiling and boiling until the pressure's so, so high that it needs to blow off some steam. Another analogy. Control. Perfectionism can also be a way of individuals to exert control over their environment and experiences. So Perfectionism and control are almost like hand in hand with each other. It's like it's it's a dance that is done so somebody can um, control their environment and their experiences so they don't, you know, feel um, insecure, uh, you know, inadequate and, um, you know, have low, ex low self-esteem, uh, low self-esteem. Sorry, it's morning here for me. <laughs> Um, by striving for perfection, when people have control, they may seek to minimize uncertainty and maintain a sense of order and predictability in their lives. So it's about, you know, trying to control your life. And I think a lot of it is just based on fear, because the fear of being exposed, fear of being found out, um, it's just the you're you're constantly running on um, on a stream of fear versus love and appreciation. And that kind of segues into the imposter syndrome, where perfectionists may experience imposter syndrome, constantly feel they are not good enough or that their achievements are undeserved. This can drive them to work harder and strive for even higher levels of perfection, perpetuating a cycle of anxiety and self-doubt. Any of you out there feel like you're the imposter, you know, have the imposter syndrome, something to look at. Okay. And then, you know, perfectionism can impact our relationships as individuals may hold um, ourselves and others to do unrealistically high standards. This can lead to conflict, resentment, and difficulty in forming genuine connections with others. Social comparison also plays a role as perfectionists make constantly compare themselves to others and feel inadequate if they perceive others as more successful or accomplished. So when we under, understand the underlying motivations and triggers of perfectionism, um, it's good to start developing some healthy, healthy um, coping skills. So, you know, I'm going to just share a story from my personal life. 
and I'm hoping that this will kind of ring through because it kind of, kind of ties in ancestral stuff along with, um, you know, patterns that have happened in my life. But also when I reflect back, it happened through my parents' life as well. Um, later on in my dad's life, um, after my mom passed away, uh, he was my mom. Well, my mom was his caretaker and he was actually learning how to be independent and do things on his own for himself because my mom really did everything for him. And so when I went to go visit him, probably about five weeks after my mom passed, he lived in Florida, I lived in California. I spent a week with him and there was a week lag between um, another family member being there in his presence and me. So he kind of did some stuff on his own and stuff like that. And so we were sitting in the kitchen and, you know, I said to him, I said, you know, dad, I'm really proud of you. You're doing an awesome job. And he started crying like a baby um, because in that moment, I realized nobody has ever told him that he's doing a good job. In fact, I recall in my life, me being a perfectionist and wanting to be perfect to gain attention, whatever my mom, whatever um, I did was never good enough in my father's eyes. And I realized in a letter that my mom had written to me at a much younger age, disclosing some information, she said that in my father's family, my my grandmother had favorites and my dad was one of her favorites, even though they had nine children. And she said that but whatever he did was never good enough for her. So he never re he was actually um, a perfectionist and was living that patterning. I picked it up through him. And then at the at his elder age, his all all through his lifetime, he never heard that he was appreciated and he was doing a good job. It was such a healing moment, not only for, for me, but for him, but also for stopping the perpetuation of that behavior to go through further generations. So in that moment, he had the capability and we, and we probably healed it up to seven generations in the past and seven generations in the future. So it's something to ponder. Look in your family situations where, you know, there's that high achiever looking for gaining attention from mommy and daddy or the family lineage um, to prove that you're worthy and good enough. And, you know, work as you ponder that over, you know, just be kind to yourself and we're just going to head on to a break and you're listening to the Dr. Dolores show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive and energy whisperer. And we are talking about um, being a perfectionist and coming to peace with uh, breaking the chains of being perfect. And when we come back, we'll continue more with more juicy nuggets. See you when we come back. <laughs> Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 
12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazzino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show, where we're talking about being perfect and perfectionism and some of the things that it really uh, creates in our life and some of the not-so-wonderful things that it stems from. So, anyway... This is the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive and energy whisperer, and you're on, we're on Inspired Choices Network. So, you know, I think what's really important to tell somebody who is always wanting things to be perfect is that, first of all, perfection is an illusion. It's, uh, it's something that we in our mind, in the quiet of our mind, think that we have it all figured out and this is what we need to do in order to gain the attention or the accolades. And it's almost as if it's um, wanting to, it's like a personal, it's like a personal goal to be perfect, but it's also like a way of controlling your environment. So you don't have to experiencing experience anything negative. Um, you know, the best thing to do is striving for an unattainable standard will only lead to frustration and disappointment. So, and resentment, you don't want to, um, and it's like more fuel to beat yourself up. Why would you want to do that? Seriously. You know, the other thing is one of the thing key things to remember is focus on your progress, not the perfection. Um, I just encourage people to, to shift your focus from achieving perfection to making progress and continuous improvement. Emphasize, emphasize the importance of setting realistic goals and celebrating even the small victories along the way. I think a lot of times people want to get to the uh, destination instead of, and you know, once they get to the destination, they could exhale and enjoy life. You know, it, being human and we're here on earth getting our PhD and being human, it's just a journey. It's not a destination. You're going to be gaining wisdom as you continue on your path. And how we experience that allows us to um, get the rich gold nuggets that are found along our path. 
having self-compassion is so, so, so important in the being kind to yourself. Um, especially when you're facing setbacks or making mistakes. Um, I know for me, whenever I get a hurdle or something is not in my perfect pile, I have to realize that it's not about being attached to that or that specific outcome. It's about knowing that maybe the universe has something better in mind for me than I could have possibly imagined yet I have my blinders on and I'm only focusing on this one little tangent of a infinite possibility of ways to achieve this. Um, so I'm limiting myself in trying to control a situation. So I invite you to work with being less attached to the outcomes of things and just trusting. I, I feel that the big word for us this year on multiple levels is the word trust. So much is happening so quickly and we have no reference point for it. It's like we're in uncharted territory. And when you just learn how to trust and just follow your innate guidance to what's your next step, you are you know, that's half the battle right there. You're being more laser tuned to where your soul is directing you to go instead of you trying to control where you are going. Whole different mindset, whole different philosophy. Seek balance. It's about in including self-care in that, but, and, and looking at your overall well-being it's like I said, it's a dance. It's not like a bullet point of like pushing a boulder up a hill and doing something. It's about entertaining a dance between being and doing and allowing and, and receiving. I also invite people to challenge their perfectionist thinking. Um, look at how your patterns, your thinking patterns and beliefs may have been driving your behavior. For me, I'm going to segue back to my father's experience. You know, this was like an unconscious thing, but I knew that I always had need, I felt like I always needed to be perfect to get approval from my parents. And it didn't matter how, what I achieved or whatever, I still got the same response. So it's like maddening and it's almost like crazy making. So when you're able to step within yourself and give yourself that love and appreciation that you're so seeking and desiring from something outside of yourself. This is where I feel grace comes in and you're able to step into your, um, you know, your amazing ability to, to tap into your inner resources and your wisdom. Embrace your imperfections, kiss them up, love them, hug them up. Um, because it's an aspect of being human. It's part of who we are and we're the ones that label them, you know, not so good and great. Every experience we have, whether we label it positive or negative is part of our journey and it makes us who we are today in this moment. And it allows us to, really tap into our authenticity, our ability to be genuine, transparent, and real. So, you know, those are some of the things that 
I feel are really important, but, you know, how do we, you know, set some realistic, you know, goals or realistic, realistic coping strategies um, for some, for, especially if we're trying really hard to recover from our perfectionistic tendencies, like I'm going to circle back to this, set some realistic goals Instead of aiming for perfection, set realistic and achievable goals and break larger tasks into smaller, manageable steps and focus on progress rather than perfection. It almost almost reminds me of when you're on your, you know, if you're on a weight loss journey and you're looking at the scale and every day the scale doesn't budge and you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing and it's maddening and frustrating and you just are at the point where, you know, you're ready to quit and to, uh, you know, because it's not perfect, it's not working, you're not dropping the weight. I just invite you to distract yourself a little bit and then go back to it. You know, maybe take a day off and, and just, you know, eat something that you, that's not on your meal plan or something like that and just enjoy every bite of it. And then, Start over again the next day and see what happens because maybe that scale will budge. You just never know. So it's about enjoying the journey while you're dancing through life. Practice self-compassion. Self-compassion is something that many of us really require at this time, especially when we are going through so much so quickly um, in a short period of time. It's about treating yourself with kindness and understanding. And especially when you feel like you make mistakes or fall short of your expectations, no beating self up. This is not about feeling guilty, shameful, or remorseful. It's about just allowing yourself to um, have the grace to give yourself and treat yourself with the kindness and love that you would probably give to a friend, but sometimes you don't give that to yourself. So it's about coming back to self and allowing yourself to receive that from yourself. I also advise people, you know, sometimes we are all or nothing or everything's black and white. It's not all or nothing. There's, it's like there's shades of gray in between. It's about, um, you know, sometimes when things feel like they're unattainable, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe it's, there's more going on behind the scenes that energetically needs to get set up before the goal can materialize. So it's good to have goals, but don't give yourself some grace with that too. And I invite you to look at things more from a shades of gray perspective instead of seeing things in black and white. Embrace imperfection. There's so much imperfection in the world that sometimes I sit back and I'm entertained on a daily basis because it's interesting from my eyes when I see things and it's just people doing their life. And what people will label as an imperfection is really perfection. 
perfection for what they need to accomplish and learn for themselves. Focus on effort, not outcome. So that's the whole thing of enjoying the journey and uh, and not waiting to enjoy that, you know, until you, you get to the destination. Enjoying the journey on the way to the destination. So make sure you celebrate things because those are the things that are important. The small milestones, a lifetime of small milestones gets you to the big picture. Of course, we want to set boundaries and, you know, boundaries are important and just learn how to set boundaries. And if something I always tell people, you know, when I coach people and stuff like that and work with people, if you're half baked about something and it's not a hell yes, please don't do it. It's a hell no. When you show up not 100 percent committed to something or wanting to do something and you, I call it waffling or half baked it's like it does not it does nothing positive for you it's sometimes we overextend ourselves and commit to things that we you know may be afraid to say no to because we might miss the opportunity and we call it f-o-m-o fomo fear of missing out there will be another opportunity. If this is something that you're supposed to be doing, the opportunity will present itself again. So we have a tendency to overextend ourselves, um, not set good boundaries. And then we have, you know, these moments where we kind of resent things because we really don't want to be doing this, but we committed to it and we're going, you know, we're signing up for that. So, Instead of doing 20 things on your plate, maybe cut it down to five and do those well and do the, those 100%. Practice mindfulness. We want to cultivate um, very good practices where you're going to be able to anchor yourself in your body so you could be in the present moment and just celebrate your progress. So we're getting ready to go on our next break already. And we've been talking about being a perfectionist and, you know, what some are some of the underlying drives that have created perfectionism and that uh, that need to be perfect and some of the things that you could do to unravel that. So when we come back, we're going to share some more, maybe a few stories on perfectionism and just know that you could just breathe. <laughs> It's okay not to be perfect. And when we come back, we'll talk some more. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And we are talking about being a perfectionist. So stay tuned when we come back. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? 
Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Vizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresvizzino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Show on Inspired Choices Network, and I'm Dr. Dolores. Spazino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And we're talking about being a perfectionist today. And I know there are many closet perfectionists out there, and this is the show for you today. So we kind of went over in the earlier segments some of the things that are the underlying issues that kind of drive the need to be, you know, a perfectionist. And then we kind of unraveled that a little bit with what we can do to make it a little easier for you to be less of a perfectionist and some little things that that you can do to get you more balanced within yourself to challenge that perfectionistic um, behavior and attitude that you uh, you carry but I'm almost feeling and I'm going to we're going to do a little guided meditation next because I'm feeling that sometimes when we talk about what it is and we tell people how to do it sometimes when you really experience something firsthand you get a really good um, complete integration of what we're really talking about of the concept so right now I just invite you um, to just go to a comfortable position either lying down or sitting up. And if you're driving in the car, please put this, uh, do this later when uh, you are in a safe spot where you're not driving and closing your eyes. So um, we're going to start. So just find a comfortable and quiet space where you won't be disturbed for the duration of this meditation and sit in a comfortable position with your spine tall and your hands gently resting on your lap. And I invite you to close your eyes gently to begin to focus on your breath. And we're going to just focus on our breathing. And I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath in through your nose, allowing your abdomen to expand fully and then exhale slowly through your mouth, releasing any tension or stress. And know that with each inhale, imagine yourself breathing in acceptance, in compassion for yourself. With each exhale, release any self-criticism or judgment that you may be holding on to. So just take a few more breaths, inhaling and exhaling. And know that with every inhale that you make and exhale that you take, you're just going to form more comfortably into your physical body. That's all there is to do. Now bring your 
Bring to mind a recent mistake or imperfection that you've been struggling with. It could be something small or something more significant. Whatever it is, allow yourself to bring it into your awareness without judging or criticizing it. As you hold this imperfection in your mind, notice any thoughts or emotions that arise. Allow yourself to acknowledge and experience these feelings without trying to change or suppress them. Now imagine surrounding yourself with a warm, loving light that represents self-compassion and acceptance. Visualize this light enveloping you completely, wrapping you in a cocoon of unconditional love and understanding. It's like putting on this beautiful, warm, loving blanket around you. And just repeat the following affirmations, either silently to yourself or out loud. I am human, and imperfection is a natural part of the human experience. I am human, and imperfection is a natural part of the human experience. I accept myself exactly as I am, flaws and all. I accept myself exactly as I am, flaws and all. I am worthy of love and compassion, regardless of my mistakes or imperfections. I am worthy of love and compassion, regardless of my mistakes or imperfections. So now take a few more deep breaths, allowing these affirmations to sink in and resonate with you. Feel the warmth of self-compassion and acceptance radiating throughout your entire being. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and bring your awareness back to the present moment. Take a moment to thank yourself for dedicating this time to cultivate self-compassion and embrace your imperfections. Carry the sense of self-acceptance and compassion with you as you go about your day, knowing that you are enough exactly as you are, imperfections and all. Remember that embracing imperfections is an ongoing journey and it is okay to visit and revisit this meditation whenever you need a reminder of your inherent worth and value.
So how was that? Were you able to feel that blanket of compassion around you? This is just the beginning of creating a different reality for yourselves and recovering from your perfectionistic tendencies. So I invite you to, moving forward, acknowledge your imperfections. Practice self-compassion. Remember to treat yourself with kindness, understanding empathy, especially when you feel like you're not achieving things or things are not going your way. Practice self-compassionate self-talk and remind yourself that imperfection is part of what makes you human. Remember, we're on a journey and it's not about getting to the destination. It's about, and then enjoying your life after, it's about enjoying the journey to the destination. This is where it is loaded with deliciousness and lots of great insights, wisdom, and possibilities. Invite you to challenge your person, your perfect, your perfect, <laughs> perfectionistic <laughs> beliefs. <laughs> challenge that, you know, and see if you could you know, see the humor in some of this, because sometimes we take ourselves way too serious. And, you know, life is, is about finding the joy and, um, and appreciating the journey and all the educational opportunities that we get. Remember, we're here on earth getting our PhD and being human. Important to enjoy the journey. Focus on growth and learning. Learn, be open and be teachable. I love that word. You know, when we talk about, you know, being uh, able to learn at any age or any stage. When we are still teachable, this is where we have the infinite possibility to learn new things, get exposed to new things, and possibly create even better things than we ever could have imagined. Celebrate your uniqueness. Thank God nobody is identically the same as somebody else. Can you imagine how boring that would be? Everybody's like, it would be like the rendition of, you know, the movie, The Stepford Wives. Everybody's robotic and the same, especially the women. It would be so boring if everybody was the same. It'd be so robotic. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be interesting. It wouldn't be um, intriguing. Everybody's so unique and they bring so much to the table from their perspective. And this is what makes humanity this beautiful tapestry that um, we are all a thread of, okay? Um, your uniqueness is important, not only to you, but to the others that you come in contact with. Continue to practice gratitude and appreciation. 
gratitude and appreciation just are high vibrating um, techniques and they just allow more and more of things to be grateful and appreciative to um, to come into your life. And please let go of comparison. Please do not compare yourself with anybody else. Um, you have a tendency, we all have a tendency to think that somebody else is better than you, but they don't have all the uniqueness and all the experience and all the life's uh, education that you've had in your particular life. So honor that. Um, practice mindfulness and take imperfect action. So don't wait for everything to be perfect to take action to start something. Just start. Take that first step to um, to get on your journey to create something. Yeah, and if it scares the bejeevers out of you, then you should be doing it because it's your higher self saying, come on, it's time, it's time. It's time not to be playing safe. So we're going to be heading off to another break already. I can't believe that we're, we're at that point. And we've been talking about being a perfectionist. We kind of went through what is under the hood of perfectionist, what's perfectionism, what's driving it maybe some of the things that we're experiencing and how we can move through it. And we did a meditation and when we come back, we're going to wrap it up and just put everything in per perspective. So you're listening to the Dr. Dolores show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive and fellow recovering perfectionist. I'll talk more when we come back. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazzino.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. I'm Dr. Dolores Vizzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and for today, recovering perfectionist. So we're on the Inspired Choices Network, and we've been talking about perfectionism today. And, you know, one thing we need to remember is that um, it's important to embrace all aspects of yourself Particularly, you know, if you have that tendency to run the program of being a perfectionist. And, and I invite you to kind of sit with where you are in your life and where you are with your perfectionism and how it is influencing your life and probably creating some um, underlying chaos and drama. Or maybe you need to look at what the underlying chaos and drama that is driving you to want to be a perfectionist. These are going to be some huge nuggets and, and eye-opening um, 
aha moments for you that once you're sometimes once you realize what you're doing, especially if it's been an on on an unconscious level, that you're going to be able to flip switches rather quickly. And what I mean by flip switches, it's like healing it very quickly. Um, it, it's like changing your mindset from the way things are, because what you have to remember, oftentimes things are running on an unconscious level. Okay. And we kind of do life and it's just, you know, we, we just kind of are in um, automatic mode, if you want to call it. Some people call it react mode, where we are just respond, we, we're reacting to things instead of responding. So sometimes when it's unconscious, it just drives the show. One thing is that once become aware and mindful, it's like, it comes from, it moves from unconsciousness to consciousness. Now we could see it and do something with it and then change the patterning and the behavior associated with it. It's that simple. So, and it doesn't take rehashing, you know, living through problems and stuff like that. Sometimes just the realization of what you're doing is enough to shift it. Okay. So I invite you to play with that and just do a personal inventory to, um, to see where you are on your, on the, the, the spectrum of perfectionism, <laughs> the spectrum. Wow. I didn't even realize that that was a possibility, but I guess it is a spectrum. I'm on the spectrum of being a perfectionist <laughs> anyway. So as we wrap up, let's talk about um, some of the top three things, you know, that we shared that could really be helpful for people in this moment. I think the most important thing, and I want to drive this home is practice self-compassion. It's the foundational piece for embracing your imperfections. It involves treating yourself with kindness, understanding, empathy, and especially during the times of struggle or, or failure or those things that we label as struggle and failure. Um, when you cultivate self-compassion, you develop a more accepting and nurturing relationship with yourself, which can help navigate challenges and setbacks with greater resilience and self-love. And it also, you it remember, remember this, it starts with us first. It starts with us within and it reflects out to the world. It's not about looking for the answers outside of ourselves because we have all the answers we need here within ourselves and being self-compassionate is don't beat yourself up because it wasn't perfect or it wasn't um, the way you thought it was would be. I invite you not to have expectations or attachments. I invite you to challenge your perfect uh, perfectionistic beliefs, and it's important to do this because just question the validity of these beliefs. You know, maybe where do they come from? Are they from your ancestral lineage where it was generation after generation that the same behavior was taking place and somehow it got uh, projected onto you? Look at that because when you're able to see that for what it is, amazing healings can happen. And it's a way of healing your ancestral um, generational stuff, but also healing future generations as well, because the, that behavior stops right there with you. Focus on growth and learning and, you know, be a lifetime student of growth and learning. Um, we're never too old to continue to learn. 
I have news for you. You're going to be learning the rest of your life, whether or not you recognize it or not. And when you pass over to the other side, it's not a one and done here. You're continuing to learn and grow and, and evolve. That's just the way we are, are dialed in. Our souls are part of a bigger aspect of our higher self. And we're always gaining wisdom and we're, um, taking that wisdom back to the mothership, our higher self, so we could become more complete and whole with our bigger aspect of ourselves. So, you know, I hope that this kind of wraps things up for being a perfectionist. And I invite you to go back and listen to the meditation and listen to it, you know, record it for your, you know, record it so you can have access to it because I feel it's a real short and simple one that's going to allow you to, Start learning to love and accept yourself and allowing yourself to be as you are with all your unique intrinsic characteristics. So next week on the Dr. Dolores show, it's about show up for you. <laughs> so I have to put my glasses on because I'm going to be reading this. So this is what it says here. Do you show up for yourself? Do you make yourself a priority in your life or are you not there for you and are not even on your list of things to do? Does that sound like you? Well, let me tell you, this is going to be the show for you to listen to. In the hustle and bustle of daily life, it's easy to lose sight of your own needs and aspiration. Time to show up for you is an insightful episode on the Dr. Dolores show. We're exploring the transformative practice of prioritizing one's well-being and personal growth is the foundational piece to advocating for yourself. And we need to have more and more of that. People need to take their power back and step into it and show up in all their glory. This empowering journey involves self-engagement, uh, fostering a deep connection with oneself, loving yourself and making intentional choices that lead to a more fulfilling life. Join Dr. Dolores, that's me, as she as I delve into the essence of showing up for you, unraveling the layers of self-care, resilience and mindfulness. Discover the power of self-reflection as a tool for understanding personal goals, values and emotions. Learn to set and maintain healthy boundaries a crucial aspect for fostering positive relationships and safeguarding your own mental and emotional space. So show up for yourself and join us next week. And one of the most important things you need to remember that you're doing a good job and you're doing the best you can. And just remember to be kind to yourself because you are worth it. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.